do you want to be apart from being an athlete? Our hope and prayer here on More Than an Athlete is to provide short, helpful, and biblical content that will equip you in becoming more like Christ and making Him known in your athletic spheres. Thanks for tuning in, and we hope you enjoy this week's episode. What's up, athletes? You guys, I hope you are having a great week. I am so pumped for today because we have a special guest as usual, but today it's really special to me because I know her really well. We got to live together throughout college, and you guys, she had a huge impact on my faith. I remember my freshman year uh, walking alongside a couple older girls on the soccer team at my college, and it was just aware. It just was made aware to me that, man, my life wasn't marked by Christ fully. They really walked me through that and how to grow. It's so fun to look back on our relationship. And so, you guys, today we're going to get to have Reagan Childers on the podcast. We are talking about injuries, which I'm sure a lot of you guys can relate to. And something I think is super marked by her is 2 Timothy 4.2. And just every season she's been in, I've seen her be so consistent in being ready to preach the gospel and her life is marked by this. And so today, I'm excited to see her just share with us what injuries looked like in her life and how the Lord used it to grow her and just to have her on here. So, Riggs, thanks so much for being on here. Yeah, thanks for having me. That was quite the intro. <laughs> of course, you deserve it, for real. And I'm going to say it a couple times, but your impact on my life is just sweet to look at and look at what you've done. And I know you're not going to take any credit because that's not who you are, but uh Yeah, just pumped to have you on here. So I just want, you know, obviously I know it, but I want the listeners just to hear a little bit about your story. And um, I forgot to mention this in the intro, but you played Division I soccer at UMKC in Kansas City. And so um, I just want to hear your story and also when you began to see soccer differently. Yeah. Um, So as I feel like most athletes who, especially playing college, your life, is very much wrapped up in your sport. And that was me from a really young age. I was wildly devoted to my sport. Um, And yeah, I wasn't one of the kids that was like, oh, you need to go to practice. You need, you should train. I was like the one that's like, hey, can I like play for more teams? And um, would just like create my own little drills to do on my own and things like that. Um, And it really did like, dictate everything Mm -hmm. like my whole life was filtered through my identity as an athlete um it was what I ate what I drank is it good for my body when I went to bed when I woke up um how I used my time how I used my mental energy like what I thought about Mm -hmm. um was all wrapped up in the sport and I'm glad we're talking about injuries today because that is what God used to like show me my need for him and when things started, like I started viewing soccer different. I like how you worded that question. And I had an injury and it was like a confusing injury where there's a long time of just like, what's wrong with right. my back? And then later found out and then had to go through recovery and stuff like that. And in that season, all those, like, because my life was so wrapped up in it. And when that was stripped away, that stripped away also like my sense of belonging, my security, the direction of my life, the purpose I thought of my life. And so when that was stripped away, I began to honestly, so I grew up also like in the church and things like that. And so I'd seen like people pray in distress or Mm -hmm. um, 
things like that. So then I just began to get angry at God, like, God, I like could have done cool things for you as an athlete um, playing soccer, even though it was all for selfish gain in my mind at that point. And then just in communicating what how things were going in my life to God, and then finally opening up, opening up his word. I remember I went to James like early on and just like my frustrations because um, it was a small book in the New Testament. And so as I was reading that, I just saw how much it talked about how like faith and works yeah. and how genuine faith produces a life transformed. And I was like, man, the only reason my life looks somewhat okay or good from the outside is because I'm just putting a ton of energy to try to look the part of being good a good person or whatever and i was like man it doesn't sound like it has to be that hard and just in wrestling with that god slowly and just reading his word opened my eyes up to the fact that he is a good god with good plans and i can trust him with my entire life even in this injury and yeah my life changed from that point on i've learned a ton since then um but i'd say that was a huge turning point of how i saw soccer it was no longer soccer is my life and what I filtered everything through but slowly God began to be like hey what if you filtered it through what I have to say about it um and what I want for you and so yeah I'd say that is how when how and when I started um viewing soccer differently yeah it's neat too to think about how the Lord walked you through that to then come into college and have that foundation to just build on even more. Mm -hmm. And God just lined that up well. And so he's just really cool how that's so sovereign in his ways. And so I think every athlete has struggled with this to some extent, uh, whether it's an injury you're kind of ignoring and probably should go to the trainer for, or Mm -hmm. uh, maybe it's one that you've had for a really long time. Uh, How do you think athletes can know God more through the aspect of injuries? Mm -hmm. First... I want to say that I want to name that an injury Mm -hmm. is a real form of suffering. Like, I think sometimes I can belittle it as like, oh, there's people out there with way worse lives. But being able to, like, realize that it's a real form of suffering. Um, And then also just thinking about like monumental growth in my life, Mm -hmm. it's all happened in seasons of suffering. I honestly think it's harder to grow when you're not, when you're in a season of like just comfortability. Mm -hmm. Um, And so I think that's like a huge way that God grows us. And um, I don't think it's just like me. I I see it in scripture. Actually, I would love to read a verse. And these were verses that, kind of I clung to in I've clung to in different seasons of suffering. So the first is in first Peter um one six through seven. This is NLT version. It says, So be truly glad. There is wonderful joy ahead, even though you must endure many trials for a while for a little while. These trials will show that your faith is genuine. It is being tested as fire tests and purifies gold, though your faith is far more precious than mere gold. So when your faith remains strong through many trials, it will bring you much praise and glory and honor on the day when Jesus Christ is revealed to the whole world. In ESV, it says you'll go through trials if necessary, which I've always thought that was necess- was interesting how it uses that word. And when you think about gold being refined, 
it like goes under intense pressure and then mm-hmm. the impurities come to the top and then it's scraped away. And if my desire is to know God deeply and to be like him, then shouldn't I be okay with seasons of fire um, so I can be refined? So I'd say that's a big thing. Just simply having an opportunity to seek God in a time of great need and experience a greater relationship with him. Yeah. That's so good. I love I love the passage you're reading too because I think it's true. Like that is a time that we grow closer to God and also just the example we can set to our teammates or family or people just watching us of how that can glorify God by how we handle injuries and the pain or the disappointments and that. And so I think that's really helpful. What would you want to tell someone experiencing an injury and kind of looking back on your college career? I love for athletes that are finished up like to kind of reflect but what would you what do you wish you would have known about injuries and what would you tell an athlete now Hmm. I would say this sounds super cliche but one just being that it's not gonna last forever yeah um I think when we're in seasons like that we can just think that it's never going to end um but realizing it won't last forever like even um in the eternal sense of I think it's first Corinthians four where it says, so we do not lose heart though. Our outer self is wasting away. Our inner self is being renewed day by day. My other thought was just thinking about the fact that people are watching us. And when things are hard, when our teammates are in, like it can destroy someone going through an injury, like mentally even. And so if we respond in a way that's, strangely hopeful, strangely at peace, strangely still has gratitude, is strangely still bought into the team, isn't like distancing themselves from their team and like having a woe is me attitude, but being incredibly engaged with your teammates. Right. Um, there's, there's something strange and attractive about that. So what an opportunity to be able to, like someone comes up and is like, like, how are you okay? Like, what's it been like for you with this injury or how's recovery going? Being able to say, it's a bummer and I have hope that everything will be okay. And um, being able to invite someone into the hope you have in Jesus Christ and how this life, troubles in this life with hope in Christ are still okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, so true. What did that look like so you had your you talked about your injuries in high school, but then coming into college, how did you see God use that throughout your college career? Well, being a college athlete, you definitely experienced more injuries. And because God was kind enough to use an injury to bring me to him, mm-hmm. I feel like I was so sure that suffering is for God's glory and our best ultimately at the end. Um, And so I think just having that mindset, being able to go into college and experience more injuries. um, I didn't even, sometimes I forget this, which is kind of crazy, but my senior year, my last six weeks playing, I had a broken foot and I was just like in a boot between games, not even training because they were like, you don't have much left in you. So we'll throw you in the games, but you're not training, but just like, playing hard and yeah 
and it is kind of crazy like that could have for some I feel like been just a terrible senior year but somehow God was able to give me so much joy I think especially at that time I was so hyper focused on just like loving my teammates well and trying to share who Christ is with them. Yeah. That that was like my main goal and playing almost became secondary joy on the side. That was just like, thanks God for this. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah. Yeah. It's really good. Yeah. That reminds me in second Corinthians 12 and Paul's talking about boasting about his weaknesses because it says so that Christ's power may rest on me and then that is why for Christ's sake I delight in weaknesses and insults and hardships and persecutions and difficulties for when I am weak then I am strong and I think it's like that same concept of you could be going through that like your senior year when it's supposed to be like all of this that it's built up to be but it's not and you still have the same vision of I want to love my teammates well and be a really good teammate and share the hope I have while ultimately God's going to be glorified through this weakness. And so I, th- I think it's really neat to think of that. Like you might get injured the last part of your senior college career or, you know, have it all of your career, but at the same time, like God can really use that. And I, mm-hmm. I think that's important for athletes to hear. So that's really good. Yeah. What would you say are helpful practicals of how to like handle this in regards to faith in our injuries? Mm-hmm. I kind of said this earlier, but I think first – especially for those who have put their hope in Christ and um, Jesus is their king, the king of their life. And kind of thinking back about what I was saying earlier, like your identity is now filtered through Christ's authority in your life. Um, Then I would say a great way to respond in a season of being injured is by first voicing the difficulty and voicing it to God think of the Psalms. If you need language to voice like sorrow and whatever else you might be feeling, anger, confusion, um, go to a Psalm. And so first voice it to God and then voice it to others. Um, and then also another thing is just saturate yourself in God's word. Um, Hmm. like I was saying earlier, I have clung to just verses, whether it's like just one verse and I cling to that for, six weeks or something, whatever it is, just saturate yourself in God's word and true things because your mind will go crazy otherwise. And then this is another just like a little practical thing. I would just, whether it's sharing with others or just writing it down, just write down things you're grateful for. Because I think when we are injured, that can take all our focus and all we can think about is how we're injured and what we don't have, what's stripped from us at the moment. Um, but being able to write down like, whoa, God, thanks for allowing me to play. Like, thanks for um, my teammate. God, thanks for the friendships you've given me here. God, thanks for the free meal, you know, or <laughs> yeah, getting to travel th- yeah. around or whatever it is. Um, yeah, just having gratitude. And then if you, if you're, if you wouldn't say that you're, Hope is found in Christ alone. And that kind of feels like a foreign concept or like, what does that mean? Then I would like take that question to scripture and be like, what does that mean? Um, And ask someone. I feel like that would be someone like would love to talk about what that means. I know I would if someone came up and be like, hey, I tore my ACL and I have no idea why you have 
joy. Talk mm-hmm. to me about it. So yeah, ask someone. Yeah, that's really good. I think it's neat for athletes in that position. Maybe they tore their ACL and they've watched God use it. They can now be that person for whether it's a freshman or a fifth year, you know, like mm-hmm. they can now be that person for someone who's walking through a similar thing. And so I think yeah. it's sweet to think of how God can use that. And ultimately, at the end of our careers, we're wanting to see that we were faithful to what God had given us. And so if that's an injury, then we can use that for his glory. If that's an incredible career, so can we do the same thing? Mm-hmm. And so I think that's really good to think of. Maybe there's an athlete here. They've gotten through an injury. Now, how can I use that of what God has taught me? And so I think that's really helpful. Anything else you'd want to say to an athlete right now that's walking through an injury or might walk through one that they don't know about yet? This doesn't necessarily answer your question, but I do think this is just a helpful, something that's really helpful for me that I feel for following Christ that athletes will be able to understand. Um, it's, I love the parallel between following Christ, giving Christ your life and giving an athletic department your life. So like when you come to college, you are, will be awake whenever they say, take the classes they want you to take to an extent. And so, and you are willingly, you willingly give them that and experience so much joy from it, you know, so much fun and a lot comes from it, but you do willingly give them that authority in your life in the same way. That's what, what it's like to give authority to Christ. And it's, I just really like that parallel for athletes. So true. I love that too. I think it's helpful to think of it that way of even of how to give our lives quote unquote to like in an excellent way to that athletic department and treating it even more so in a way when you're giving your life to Christ, like fully giving all of it to him and whatever you do is going to reflect that. And so I think that's a really neat parallel. I love that, Reagan. Mm -hmm. And kind of for a final question, what do you, what would you say it means to you to be more than an athlete? I think I would say just what I said actually is that we, as an athlete, you being more than an athlete, you are now not a part of just the team you play for, but you're part of a far greater team, mm-hmm. a team that's never going to expire. I actually heard this on another podcast, but I'll share it. And it's it's really cool. So apparently there's it's a, a true story about this guy who was working for this company and there was like something sketchy going. Have you heard this before? Mm-mm. There's something like sketchy going on in the company and the FBI got involved or something like that. And they asked this guy to go undercover for them. And this guy had just like a pretty mundane, like, I, I think he was like high up in the company, but it was just like a job. You know, he was yeah. good at it and he did it. He did it. And he was good at it. But then when he became like this spy, he was still doing the mundane, like doing what he was there for but at the same time his life was so much more exhilarating because he also had this higher calling this different purpose I I wish I knew the name of the guy um, because he is now following Christ and in the same way that's what it's like um, being more than an athlete we're not just an athlete now we have this higher calling um, being in Christ where we get to 
share this and take this and proclaim who Christ is to our teammates, um, especially in college and wherever mm-hmm. you are. There's just a concentrated time together um, and a perfect opportunity to to do so. Yeah. Yeah. It reminds me of that verse I shared at the beginning of what I've seen in your life be true because you're no longer an athlete, but what is marked by you is that mission of wanting to make Christ known and you still get to be a part of that team. And it's, it is, it's so much more fulfilling. I've, I feel like that's been a constant theme of what we talked about on this podcast and what I want to be the heartbeat of it is that ultimately knowing Christ and making him known is so much more exciting, fun, fulfilling, joyful, mm-hmm. and we get to be a part of it. And it's so neat. And we get to watch God just write stories like the one we're sitting at a table right now about is because he wrote this story of just putting people together of where you're going to be able to grow. And I think it's just so cool to be a part of this mission. And God is so kind in that way. So mm-hmm. I love that story because it's true. We are an athlete, yes, for some time of our life, maybe a long time. But at the same time, we are a part of the mission that God has so graciously let us be a part of. So yeah, I, I love that parallel. It's so good. Mm-hmm. Reagan, thanks so much for being on here, for your wisdom, for the integrity of your life, living this out. And like I said, it has been so neat to watch you just walk this out uh, as an athlete and now as a graduated athlete. And so it's been really, really sweet. So thanks so much for being on here. Thanks for having me, Grace. All right, athletes, I hope you have a great rest of your week. Hey, we want to thank you for listening. Did you know that you could help More Than An Athlete by rating, reviewing, and subscribing? Follow us on Instagram at More Than An Athlete. And the more that you do this, the more athletes can tune in and find the content. We hope you found this week's episode helpful and encouraging.